Exile, Chapter 23, Ripples Matron Benray took a long and careful scan of Malice to Arden, measuring how greatly the trials of Zin Carla had weighed on the matron mother. Deep lines of worry creased Malice's once smooth face, and her stark white hair, which had been the envy of her generation, was, for one of very few times in five centuries, frazzled and unkempt. Most striking, though, were Malice's eyes, once radiant and alert, but now dark with weariness and sunken in the sockets of her dark skin. Zachnafane almost had him,' Malice explained, her voice an uncharacteristic whine. "'Drizzt was in his grasp, and yet somehow my son managed to escape. "'But the spirit wraith is close on his trail again,' Malice quickly added, "'seeing Matron Ben Ray's disapproving frown. "'In addition to being the most powerful figure in all of Menzoberranzan, "'the withered matron mother of House Ben Ray was considered Loth's personal representative in the city.' Matron Benray's approval was Loth's approval, and by the same logic, Matron Benray's disapproval most often spelled disaster for a house. Zincala requires patience, Matron Malas, Matron Benray said calmly. It has not been so long. Malas relaxed a bit, until she looked again at her surroundings. She hated the chapel of House Benray, so huge and demeaning. The entire Duarden complex could fit within this single chamber, and if Malice's family and soldiers were multiplied ten times over, they still would not fill the rows of benches. Directly above the central altar, directly above Matron Malice, loomed the illusionary image of a gigantic spider, shifting into the form of a beautiful drow female, then back again into an arachnid. Sitting here alone with Matron Benray under that overpowering image made Malice feel even more insignificant. Matron Benray sensed her guest's uneasiness and moved to comfort her. "'You have been given a great gift,' she said sincerely. "'The Spider Queen would not bestow Zincala and would not have accepted the sacrifice,' of Sinefe Honette, a matron mother, if she did not approve of your methods and your intent. It is a trial, Malice replied offhandedly. A trial you will not fail, matron Benray retorted. And then the glories you will know, Malice to Arden, when the spirit wraith of he who was Zachnafane has completed his task, and your renegade son is dead, you will sit in honor on the ruling council. Many years, I promise you, will pass before any house will dare to threaten House to Arden. The Spider Queen will shine her favor upon you for the proper completion of Zincala. She will hold your house in the highest regard, 
and will defend you against rivals. What if Zincarla fails? Malice dared to ask. Let us suppose... Her voice trailed away as Matron Benray's eyes widened in shock. Speak not these words, Benray scolded, and think not of such impossibilities. You grow distracted by fear, and that alone will spell your doom. Zincarla is an exercise of willpower and a test of your devotion to the Spider Queen. The Spirit Wraith is an extension of your faith and your strength. If you falter in your trust, then the Spirit Wraith of Zach Nefane will falter in his quest. I will not falter. Malice roared, her hands clenched against the armrests of her chair. I accept the responsibility of my son's sacrilege, and with Loth's help and blessings, I will enact the appropriate punishment upon Drizzt. Matron Benray relaxed back in her seat and nodded her approval. She had to support Malice in this endeavor by the command of Loth and she knew enough of Zincarla to understand that confidence and determination were two of the primary ingredients for success. A matron mother involved in Zincarla had to proclaim her trust in Loth and her desire to please Loth often and sincerely. Now, though, Malice had another problem, a distraction she could ill afford. She had come to House Benray of her own volition seeking aid. "'Then of this other matter,' Matron Benray prompted, fast growing tired of this meeting. "'I am vulnerable,' Malice explained. "'Zincarla steals my energy and attention. "'I fear that another house may seize the opportunity. "'No house has ever attacked a matron mother in the thralls of Zincarla,' Matron Benray pointed out and Malice realized that the withered old drow spoke from experience. "'Zincarla is a rare gift,' Malice replied, "'given to powerful matrons with powerful houses, "'almost assuredly in the highest favor of the Spider Queen. "'Who would attack under such circumstances? "'But House to Arden is far different.' We have just suffered the consequences of war. Even with the addition of some of House Honnet's soldiers, we are crippled. It is well known that I have not yet regained Loth's favor, but that my house is eighth in the city, putting me on the ruling council, an enviable position. Your fears are misplaced, Matron Benray assured her. But Malice slumped back in frustration in spite of the words. Matron Benray shook her head helplessly. "'I see that my words alone cannot soothe. Your attention must be on Zincarla. Understand that, Malice Duarden. You have no time for such petty worries.' "'They remain,' said Malice. "'Then I will end them,' offered Matron Benray. 
return to your house now, in the company of two hundred Benray soldiers. The numbers will secure your battlements, and my soldiers shall wear the house emblem of Benray. None in the city will dare to strike with such allies. A wide smile rolled across Malice's face, a grin that diminished a few of those worry lines. She accepted Matron Benray's generous gift as a signal that perhaps Loth still did favor House to Arden. "'Go back to your home and concentrate on the task at hand,' Matron Benray continued. "'Zack Nafane must find Drizzt again and kill him. That is the deal you offered to the Spider Queen.' But fear not for the spirit wraith's last failure, all the time lost. A few days or ten days is not very long in Loth's eyes. The proper conclusion of Zinkara is all that matters. You will arrange for my escort? Malice asked, rising from her chair. "'It is already waiting,' Matron Benray assured her. Malice walked down from the raised central dais and out through the many rows of the giant chapel. The huge room was dimly lit, and Malice could barely see, as she exited, another figure moving toward the central dais from the opposite direction. She assumed it had to be Matron Benray's companion Illithid, a common figure in the great chapel.' If Malice had known that Matron Ben Ray's mind flare had left the city on some private business in the West, she might have paid more heed to the distant figure. Her worry lines would have increased tenfold. Pitiful, Tarlaxel remarked as he ascended to sit beside Matron Ben Ray. This is not the same Matron Malice to Arden that I knew only a few short months ago. Zenkala is not cheaply given, Machin Ben Ray replied. The toll is great, Jarlaxle agreed. He looked straight at Machin Ben Ray, reading her eyes as well as her forthcoming reply. Will she fail? Machin Ben Ray chuckled aloud, a laugh that sounded more like a wheeze. Even the Spider Queen can only guess that answer. My... Our soldiers should lend Matron Malice enough comfort to complete the task. That is my hope, at least. Malice to Arden once was in Loth's highest regard, you know. Her seat on the ruling council was demanded by the Spider Queen. Events do seem to lead to the completion of Loth's will, Jarlaxle snickered, remembering the battle between House to Arden and House Annette, in which Bregg and the Arth had played the pivotal role. The consequences of that victory, the elimination of House Annette, had put House to Arden in the city's eighth position, and thus had placed Matron Malice on the ruling council. Fortune's smile on the favored. Matron Ben Ray remarked. Jarlaxle's grin was replaced by a suddenly serious look. 
"'And is malice, uh, matron malice,' he quickly corrected, "'seeing Ben Ray's immediate glower. "'Now in the Spider Queen's favour, "'will fortunes smile on House Duarden?' "'The gift of Zincala removed both favour and disfavour, "'I would assume,' matron Ben Ray explained. "'Matron malice's fortunes are for her and her spirit wraith to determine. Or for her son, this infamous Drizduarden, to destroy. Jarlaxle completed. Is this young warrior so very powerful? Why has Loth not simply crushed him? He has forsaken the Spider Queen, Benray replied. "'Fully and with all of his heart. "'Loth has no power over Drizzt "'and has determined him to be Matron Malice's problem.' "'A rather large problem, it would seem,' "'Jarlaxel chuckled with a quick shake of his bald head. "'The mercenary noticed immediately that Matron Benray "'did not share his mirth. "'Indeed,' she replied somberly, "'and her voice trailed off on the word as she sank back for some private thoughts. She knew the dangers and the possible profits of Zin Carla better than anyone in the city. Twice before Machen Benray had asked for the Spider Queen's greatest gift, and twice before she had seen Zin Carla through to successful completion. With the unrivaled grandeur of House Benray all about her, Machen Benray could not forget the gains of Zin Carla's success. But every time she saw her withered reflection in the pool or a mirror, she was vividly reminded of the heavy price. Jarlaxle did not intrude on the matron mother's reflections. The mercenary contemplated his own at the moment. In a time of trial and confusion such as this, a skilled opportunist would find only gain. By Jarlaxle's reckoning, Bragan the Arth could only profit from the granting of Zincarla to matron Malice. If Malice proved successful and reinforced her seat on the ruling council, Jarlaxle would have another very powerful ally within the city. If the spirit wraith failed, to the ruin of House Tuarden, the price on this young Driz head certainly would escalate to a level that might tempt the mercenary band. As she had on her journey to the first house of the city, Malice imagined ambitious gazes following her return through the winding streets of Menzoberranzan. Matron Benray had been quite generous and gracious, accepting the premise that the withered old matron mother was indeed Loth's voice in the city. Malice could barely contain her smile. Undeniably, though, the fears still remained. How readily would Matron Benray come to Malice's aid if Drizzt continued to elude Zachnafane? if Zincarla ultimately failed. Malice's position on the ruling council would be tenuous then, as would the continued existence of House Duarden. The caravan passed House Febranche, ninth house of the city, and most probably the greatest threat to a weakened House Duarden. Matron Halavin Febranche was no doubt watching the procession beyond her adamantite gates, watching the matron mother who now held the coveted eighth seat on the ruling council. Malice looked at Dinan and the ten soldiers of House Duarden, walking by her side as she sat atop the floating magical disc. 
she let her gaze wander to the two hundred soldiers, warriors openly bearing the proud emblem of House Ben Ray, marching with disciplined precision behind her modest troop. What must Matron Halavinfe Branche be thinking at such a sight? Malice wondered. She could not contain her ensuing smile. Our greatest glories are soon to come, Malice assured her warrior son. Dinin nodded and returned the wide smile, wisely not daring to steal any of the joy from his volatile mother. Privately, though, Dinin couldn't ignore his disturbing suspicions that many of the Benray soldiers, drow warriors he'd never had the occasion to meet before, looked vaguely familiar. One of them even shot a sly wink at the elder boy of House Tuarden. Jarlaxle's magical whistle being blown off the balcony of House Tuarden came vividly to Dinan's mind.